Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, listeners, and welcome back. Today, I want to talk about what you can do about the haters in your life. A good indication that you are on the right path to something is if you are acquiring haters. In other words, people are sending you ugly messages, commenting on your posts, writing you letters, all in an effort to make you feel bad or telling you that you are doing bad things. This is a good thing. Look at this as a good sign because those that stand for nothing don't have haters. Also means they're not making any kind of progress in life. So if you want to, if you stand for something, you're going to have haters in your life. So make sure you know this and make sure that you this is an okay thing. So for me, I want to tell you a little story about kind of what's going on right now and, and what I'm doing to uh, kind of mentally uh, insulate myself from a lot of the haters. But before we do, if you get value from these episodes, do me a favor, go to Apple iTunes, click the episode, scroll down and hit the five stars, uh, leave us a review. Even if we're not doing good, we want to hear that too. Uh, just tell us why before just hitting a store because we're always looking to create more valuable content for you and bring it to you uh, in the best manner possible. Also, if you've been interested in learning more about creating passive income from real estate, head on over to our website, hbgcapital.net. Check us out. There's a ton of free educational content on there. And if you're interested, book a call. We'll look forward to getting to know you. All right. So right now, something really interesting is going on in my life. I've had more hate mail than I ever have in my entire life. And I would argue pro- may- maybe even for the first time in my life, I've, I've had some negative comments before, but never in this in Massé. So what's funny is we, all of it is coming from these developments that we're doing. And I understand that if you've been living in an area for a while and you've got a big development going on this, this next year house, it's probably going to upset you a little bit, right? Development's loud. There's a lot of trucks. It can get kind of messy. It just doesn't make for a very good living experience. And unfortunately, we as a society have yet to invent a a really good solution for this, right? We can't just put like a bubble, a sound bubble around the development and, you know, just prevent things from getting outside that bubble. That would be awesome. Hey, if you're an inventor out there and you got a bubble that you can put over your development projects and make it quiet and uh, reduce the sound and noise and, and, and dirt in the air, call me. I'll buy your product from you. But we, we set out to, when, when we first started getting into development, the first thing we did was we went to the local planning commissions and the cities. We tried to meet with the mayors and we just wanted to know what the vision for the city was. We didn't even try to go to any people and try to buy anything until we first understood what the long-term goal was for that city. And they were very surprised when we sat down with them. They're like, you know, but not many people do what you're doing here. You know, people usually show up and try to like cram something down our throat. You guys are taking a very differentiated approach. And so that was step one, figuring out what the city was. We asked them what's lacking in the community. You know, what do the citizens want? Um, what have been some of the pain points? And we heard a lot of the same answers. We want more green space. We need more tax revenue. Our city's pretty old. Some areas are kind of falling down. We don't have the tax revenue and dollars to be able to fix things. We need to repave roads. We need to update utility systems. We would like to be able to have more parks, uh, just more green spaces, more social areas to, you know, build community. And we said, okay, 
what areas do you want to see more density in? Where are the pieces of land that are not currently their highest and best use? And show us. And we pulled out a map and they actually showed us. Believe it or not, your local city actually has like a master plan for what they want your community to look like. It's kind of cool. So they've got a pretty good idea of what's going to go where and in which area. And this is how they create zoning laws. Certain areas, they have a commercial zoning, meaning they want to see businesses there. Some of them have a residential zoning, meaning they want residential residences there. And this is how uh, they create this, this vision for the community. So we figured this out and that's when we started going um, direct seller. And we really liked this idea of developing because we really felt like everybody won. And if you know anything about me, I'm, I'm a big people pleaser. In the past, I used to try to please everybody until I heard a quote by Herbert Hoover that said, I don't know a surefire formula for success, but I do know a surefire formula for failure. And that is try to please everybody all the time. And from that moment on, I stopped trying to please everybody. And I thought I for sure had this business strategy that was going to make everybody happy. I mean, literally, we could go to homeowners and pay them uh, multiples of what their homeowners worth. I mean, it's really powerful. You can change somebody's life. We've created retirements for people by being able to add the value to their property by rezoning it from one house to 70 or more and literally change their life. So we know it helps the seller on the front end. And we've just had some really amazing results from people's lives that we've been able to change. Now, it, it obviously helps us because we're able to build in the equity and the safety moat that you know we need for ourselves and our investors. So we're paid for our time that we spend years and you know hundreds of thousands of hours on civil to get these pieces and parcels of land approved. So we win from it. And then when we sell the homes on the back end, we're delivering a product that creates memories for families. We primarily focus on entry-level housing. These are first-time home buyers, and who doesn't remember their first home? It's what you start a family in. So this is something that, you know, that stems back from my need in medical sales to really make a difference uh, intrinsically by like helping patients. I'm helping people have something that they can raise their kids in. And I thought this was super cool. So I'm like, all right, check, boom, everybody wins. And then the city wins because that new home pays property taxes and county taxes and state taxes, creates additional revenue, which allows them to reinvest back in the community and build it back better than it was before. So I literally thought like, dude, this is a win-win for everybody. The city wins, we win, the seller wins, our investors win. And as we, as we start going to these hearings, I just, I realized that there are people that don't know you at all that draw really big conclusions about who you are as a human being. And they just want to bring you down. I mean, you should see some of these comments. I actually tried to pull up Facebook and I was going to read some actual comments. And then I found out that some of these people that put these comments they actually went back and deleted it. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. So you you wanted to say it, then you deleted your comments. I don't have any comments to actually read because it looks like most of them went back and deleted it. But I mean, they were just straight out mean. Uh, I, I mean, like ugly, ugly mean using extremely vulgar language and, and cuss words and and saying that we were just horrible, horrible people and all we care about is money and all of our homes are going to disintegrate and fall to the ground. I, I mean, I don't know where they're getting it from, but I actually offered my phone number and the, for them to call me because I said, well, if there's a problem with what we're doing, why don't we sit down and try to find a solution? If, if, there's, if you have a problem with what we're doing, instead of complaining about it, let's sit down and let's try to work things out. 
I'm not above that. So I put my phone number in there for all these people to call me, but nobody wanted to call me. People just want to complain about the problem. So I've been getting, I've been getting a lot of hate and a lot of really ugly messages over these developments that were, um, that were, were starting in, in these local communities. And man, you know, this, this one girl just, she really got me worked up. She honestly, quite frankly, she, she really kind of hurt my feelings because I really want to make an impact in, in the community and, and do some really cool things and help. And I mean, she thought that I was like the devil or something. She called me a liar and I went back on all my promises and I'm like, well, I've done everything I said I would do. Like, what, what are you talking about here? And again, I offered my phone number. Uh, she wouldn't take it. So it can be very mentally taxing. I can't imagine people to get like hate messages every single day because it, it can really hit home, especially when you genuinely care. Like, I think if my intention was I, I genuinely didn't care and I was getting this hate messages, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing this episode. I don't think I would just be like, ah, yeah, they don't like it. Tough luck. But I genuinely do care. So it kind of does hurt your feelings a little bit when you really want to make an impact. And, and do some good and people are like you're doing bad so it's it's kind of depressing a little bit because you you really do want people to be happy with you do this for the result right seeing the the look on people's faces and and how well the community's received and how happy everybody is like you know we that's what we do so um what i have found has worked for me to address the haters in the comments is focusing on the good that i'm doing so kind of going back to earlier, you know, kind of the, the, the win-win for everybody. So like when I'm getting all this, this hate mail and these bad comments, people reach out to me telling me how developers are just evil of the world. I, I think of the families that we're putting in these houses and the memories they're going to create and how they're always going to remember their first home and building a family in there. I think of um, all the good we're able to do for the city for all the additional tax revenue. I look at uh, the parks that will eventually be built, the new roads, the new infrastructure that will go into place and how it will be better than when I left it, when I leave this world. I think about the sellers whom we were able to help achieve financial independence through growing their investments with real estate. I, I think about the, you know, the growth for myself and how happy I am with the person that I, uh, who, who I am and all the growth that I've been able to achieve through, you know, figuring out these challenges with these development projects. So focusing on the good that I'm doing is the best way I have found to endure all the hatred out there. So that's the end of this one. Uh, if you got some haters out there, look, it just don't take it personally. It just means you're doing big things and focus on, on all of the good that you're doing. We'll help you get through. At least it has for me. Till next time. <laughs>